love this podcast? Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Hello and welcome to... (laughs) (laughs) Cut, cut, yuck anybody's yum or anything uh but i i feel like we we need to have a very serious conversation uh we're having a family meeting right now and i would just like to say that if you are as a listener of this show someone who wants to bang the mucinex mascot to not listen to this show anymore yeah, this is not a safe space for you if you think Mr. Mucus is a zaddy. I just, I, some people have literally been commenting on their Instagram. Is there a Mrs. Mucus? I want you. You need help. Seek some fucking therapy. <laughs> Hello and welcome to It's Like This, your one-stop shop for everything pop. Culture that is, I'm Eliane. And I'm Greg. And this week we are by coastal that is. Ah, yes, I'm on the West Coast, everyone. <laughs> and also by, so there you go. <laughs> Two for one. Two for, how's your week been, Greg? It's not been bad. It's not been bad. Um, you know, just just working on on some stuff as as per usual. Um, how has I know you just got there yesterday? Yes. And I had like the worst fucking flight ever. We board, everything's going right on time, everything's going swimmingly, and then proceed to sit on the runway for two hours on the plane, not going anywhere. Yeah. I sat on a plane for fucking eight hours yesterday, <laughs> but at least I'm not in New York where it's currently fucking six degrees. So yeah, I'm happy. It was worth it. <laughs> it was worth it. Totally worth it. So 
want to just get right on into it again. It's, I feel like we've been having these slow-ish weeks. Like the celebrities are trying to take some time off from the scandals, I guess. But I think you're right. Right after the award season lull, they're going to need some attention again. So yeah, because... We'll be- <laughs> Nobody, nobody wants like a nasty scandal hanging over their head to give like the red carpet reporters anything to ask about. So, mm-hmm. well, if you're Army Hammer, you don't have to worry about the scandal coming out before your next red carpet because nobody's inviting you to red carpets any fucking way. You know what I'm saying? You know, right now he is on a redemption tour that like nobody asked for. We did, we didn't ask for this. Please. Yeah. I can't. Let's just get right on into it because this is a mess. I just, <gasps> you know, and and I said this in in our our group chat a little a little while ago that like I as as a person I have not grown enough to you know be to put a cannibalism scandal in the past. Yeah. That's asking for a lot of the public. Like, let's just forget the fact that you said that you wanted to take me out to the desert and fucking eat me and not in the fun way. Okay. Like literally cut a piece of my butt cheeks off and fillet them motherfuckers and eat them. Like, no, I'm not okay with that. I'm also not okay with the fact that he's had multiple rape allegations and sexual abuse allegations. And he expects us to just, Forgive and forget and just let him slide on that. I I don't think so, buddy. And, you know, now he's being interviewed. First of all, why are people fucking interviewing him? Who? Why? Who asked to hear from him? I didn't. Did you? I mean, I I personally didn't. (laughs) But, you know, if his people reached out and they were like, hey, uh, we'd like to book Army on on an episode of Mixtape. I wouldn't say no. Listen, that would get you some uh, ears, some listeners, that's for sure. Because right. I know, we all know, you would ask him the tough questions like, why did you rape people? <laughs> why do you want to cannibalize people? And why do you think you deserve a chance to come back from that? Because you're white? Like, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't care. I, I don't know. The entirety know. of the interview would just be like 45 minutes to an hour of me going, dude, what the fuck? What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. And you know what's what's really terrible and what leaves a really yucky taste in my mouth about this whole little redemption arc that he's trying to have is that he's excusing his poor behavior on past sexual abuse that he um, suffered through as a child. Now, I know many survivors of child sexual abuse and not one of them is a rapist or a cannibal. So I just, I don't wanna hear that fucking story. And you know what? I don't really care that you're trying to tell me that you fucking went and tried to commit suicide. Like I'm not buying it. I'm not. Right. He like, said he swam out into the ocean hoping to get eaten by a shark. How ironic. I just, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know one, using 
your trauma as an excuse to force trauma on other people is disgusting behavior. Absolutely. Uh, and number two, uh, for anyone who is not aware, uh, Army Hammer is a member of the Hammer family, most famously Arm and Hammer. His his name is not just a funny play. <laughs> that is actually his family. Um, go to therapy. Yeah, you've got enough money. Go talk it out with a therapist. Do not talk it out with the media. I don't care. I don't want to hear it. I don't give a fuck. Like yeah. it's obnoxious. I'm just, I'm sick of these like white celebrities thinking that anything they do can just be like, if we, if, if they stay out of, out of the spotlight for a few months, we're all just going to forget. No, no, we're not. Especially that <laughs> I'm sorry. Ugh. No more free passes for no fuck that. For, like, shit like that like no because you know let's let's call a spade a spade um if army hammer was a black actor that'd be curtains like there wouldn't there wouldn't be interviews there wouldn't be a redemption tour like that would be it he would be in jail right i mean we still got people freaking losing their minds over Will Smith slapping the snot out of Chris Rock. But we're cool with the rapist cannibal. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm, right. I, no. I'm good. I'm all the way good on that. And, and did you see, speaking of Will Smith, he dropped this little like teaser video. Did you see it? No. Um, he rolled up to Martin Lawrence's house. And he was like, we've got some news. So there is definitely another Bad Boys movie coming out. <laughs> I have, you know, made my feelings about there being more than two Bad Boys movies. Uh, abundantly clear on this program uh, you know, yeah. last season. Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be called Bad Boys for Life. Because that's what he kept saying. And then... Martin Lawrence was like, wasn't there a four already or for life? And he was like, yeah, but that was movie three, but this one's four for life. I don't know. I'm like, baby. Y'all are doing too much. Baby, baby, no. <laughs> like when Fast and the Furious uh, became too fast, too furious. And then it was just <laughs> the fast and the furious. And then it was just like F7 or some shit. Like so stupid and then they launched the car into space and i will never get over that (laughs) ludicrous and tyrese flying a car through space i will never get over that (laughs) speaking of uh martin lawrence uh a video i saw today on instagram um the the children of Martin Lawrence and Eddie Murphy are dating. Um, I saw that. It's Martin's and, daughter and Eddie's son. Oh, yeah. I love it. And uh, Martin had said in an interview that if they got married, he was going to make Eddie pay for it. And the video I saw was Eddie Murphy responding and he went, no, my other daughter just got married. I paid for it. You're going to pay for this. Don't be trying to switch shit up on me. Uh, but I yeah. thought it was really cute. 
It was super cute. He was like, and don't try to be cheap either. We're going all, we're going big. <laughs> like, so cute. Oh my gosh. Martin Lawrence's daughter and Eddie Murphy's son. That's, that's so Hollywood. I love it. And they're cute. They're a it. cute couple. I've seen pictures of them. Cute. They're adorable they're together. You know, another like made in Hollywood magic moment this past week, Jafar Jackson is going to play Michael Jackson in an upcoming biopic. I love it. I love it. I love it. We're just keeping it in the family, baby. <laughs> and then, like, I, in biopics like this, where, like, we're not so far removed uh, from the death or, you know, whoever, um, I like the idea of a member of the family playing right. uh, whoever. It's- it's nice that they have that option. You know, as we were talking last week about how how sick we are of fucking biopics. In, you know, I, I just really hope they don't sensationalize this and like make it, I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't I mean, want to capitalizing on people's deaths. I, I, it just feels icky to me. But if anybody's going to do it, I'm glad that it's being done by somebody in the family. Yeah, I feel like with Jermaine's uh, son playing Michael in this, that the family is very much involved. So, I hope. You know, I think it'll be uh, nothing will ever top the uh, VH1, the Jacksons film with uh, Angela Bassett. But never, never topped. <laughs> Um, or Angela you could do no wrong everything you do is fantastic or there was the uh, I forget who made the other one where Flex played Michael uh, but Flex played him in whiteface at the toward the end of the film it was that was very awkward (laughs) that was I didn't know how to feel about that but I kind of chuckled a little bit it was fucking hilarious (laughs) Not flex and white face. <laughs> oh my God. Ooh. Speaking of um, you know, problematic things like wearing white face, um, Kylie Jenner, like, can we talk about how fucking tone-deaf, idiotic, just completely removed from freaking reality this this woman is? And it bothers me to even call her a woman because she acts like a kid. Um, so for those of you who don't know, her baby daddy, um, what was the name of that tour? Astro World, was it? Yeah, Astro World. Right. And in that music festival, like a, a riot or something broke out and people died, you know, like a 10 lot of people, people got injured. People died. And it was said that he was kind of, you know, egging the crowd on. He's known for something called raging, right? Where he encourages the crowd to just rage and go crazy and everything like that. And even after there were literal fires breaking out at that music festival that he was playing, he just kept going like... Yeah, let's rage. So for like half an hour after. Yeah, for like a half hour. And there's pe- literally people dying at the concert. And so 
that was a big scandal. You know, there was a huge backlash against him. But then this fucking torpe, estúpida, porque no se puede decir más nada, está estúpida, for her daughter's birthday party. She wants to recreate Astro World into Stormy World. Okay, that, that was cute before that happened. After it happened, she stopped using that prop. It's like a big inflatable head, right? With the mouth open. And that's how you enter the party. It's Stormy's head. And it's made to look just like his stage looked at that festival. Yo, she stopped using it after the festival because it was like, ooh, it looks bad that we're like trying to just be like copacetic about. She brought that shit back this year. She brought it back this year. Another celebrity thinking that we have completely short attention spans and terrible memories. But guess what, Kylie? I don't. <laughs> you little stupid, stupid, stupid girl. Well, and kind of kind of an offshoot of of this story. Um, there was an episode of the Kardashians recently um, that kind of centered around Chris's birthday party. Uh, well, at this at this time of Chris's birthday, when they were filming this, was the same night as the tragedy at Astro World. And famously, um, you know, they addressed in the episode that that's where Kylie was. Um, you know, whatever, everybody knew that. Um, but also, you know, we know for a fact because of social media posts from her that we know Kendall was there as well. Well, the way that this episode was edited, they made it look like while all this was going on, Kendall was in Miami. So they're trying to like make like, 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 like separate Kendall from the from the fucking controversy. Like they were trying to like say that she wasn't there, even though they, she was there. They created an entire storyline. And there are even like shots where Kendall is in the hotel room calling her mom, asking about the birthday party. Um, oh my you know, God. and she tells her mother, her mom's like, oh, how's Miami? So they faked scenes from her at a Miami hotel so that we wouldn't be mad that Kendall was also at that event. Ay, Dios mío. Yeah. When there are, there are pictures of Kendall and Kylie together at Astroworld. She posted to oh. her Instagram that she was at Astroworld. I don't know. Like, you know, the crazy thing is none of them have ever expressed any, you know, like sympathy for the victims or anything like that. Not to say that the family members of the baby's mom needs to like respond for the man's actions. But when you are all so much in the public eye, I mean, Public relations-wise, any publicist worth their fucking salt would tell you, like, 
please just say, oh my God, we're so sorry. You know, we, we feel terribly for this and don't try to like distance yourself from it like that. That's gross. They are gross. He is fucking gross too. I mean, we're not, we're not even a microcosm of in the public eye as they are, but had you and I been at Astro World when that shit went down, we would have posted immediately to social media and been like, look, this is what happened. You know, we're, we're very sorry for the people who were hurt, injured, killed, you right. know, thoughts going out. Like they, they didn't do any of that. No. And, and, and even Travis Scott himself never has like apologized or it. I mean, uh, for somebody as, as savvy as Chris Jenner is when it comes to the perceptions in the media, she really fucking dropped the ball on this one. Yeah. That was a, a miss, misstep big time. And then after you get catch that backlash to just like lean into it even more is just ridiculous. Like she's yeah, so with, fucking gross. With something like this, this is not one of those like, you know, bad press things that like you lean into that like you know you can do kind of a tongue-in-cheek like wink wink nudge nudge type thing too this is one of those things that you have to face head on and go you know what right damn yeah like just oh i don't know yeah but sorry jen Something that uh, is is kind of cringe, but that we here at this show absolutely adore is a good rom-com. And I have discovered that there is a rom-com award show. I love it. And is it televised? Like, can I watch it? Or is it online? Like... I saw the little ad, say, you know, saying that it's a thing, but I, how can I be down? Because I love it. It is, um, it is called the Meat Cuties, uh, which is the most adorable name, uh, and I believe it is a live streamed event uh, that is hosted by. Um, not friend of this show, but friend of uh, another my my show mixtape. Uh, a volume four guest, Mike Manning, is uh, one of the hosts, and oh. uh, you will be able to, I believe, stream it uh, at the website meetcute.com, and it premieres on uh, February thirteenth. Ooh, I can't wait! I'm. T- totally gonna watch that i love rom-coms like if i were to ask you what's your favorite rom-com ever could you even pick one uh favorite rom-com ever um no i I couldn't that's a tough one like i don't think i can choose i will say like Sweet Home Alabama is in my top five. That's um, a good. There, I do kind of love Made in Manhattan. I'm not gonna lie. 
Made in Manhattan also is is a good one. Um, let's see. Ten Things I Hate About You, I consider to be a rom-com. That's yes, it is. Classic. Absolutely top tier. Um, what else? Uh, She's All That also. Oh, my God. You're bringing all the 90s rom-coms back. She's All That. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. What's the one with Patrick Dempsey? It's not what's love got to do. It's oh, can't buy me love. Can't buy me love. So That's cute. a good one. So cute. Yes. Um, yes and yes, it yes. was it was remade uh, with uh, Nick Cannon and Christina Milian. Christina Milian, and yeah. I loved that version of it. Yes, that was a successful remake. Yeah, very good. I loved it. Well, look at us going into a tangent. I love rom-coms. I mean, we should do just like a special episode and be like, let's just talk about all the rom-coms that we love because we could be talking for fucking hours about that. You know what's a good movie that's underrated as fuck? Uh, Teen Witch. I don't know if I've seen that. Teen Witch? Teen Witch. It's uh, Robin Lively. It's, It's like the the most like obscure i believe it's a disney film it's on disney plus i think oh um but you need it you need to check it out because i feel like you would love it okay i'm gonna put that on my list i i legit have never heard of that yeah oh i love it my favorite movies of all time kind of a rom-com kind of not um but it's it's set in, it's definitely an '80s film because it's set at a high school, but all the high schoolers look like they're 45. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that's so '80s, and I love it. Yeah, it's like hello, fellow kids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which also never been kissed. I love that movie, but also it's really fucking creepy when you think about yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, why did he do that? Yeah, okay, cute idea, cruel, but that storyline is can cruel intentions be a rock? <laughs> I don't think mm, so. no, I think cruel <laughs> intentions <laughs> is is definitely a drama. It's uh, like softcore porn. <laughs> yeah. And even you know, it's it's based on dangerous liaisons. Um oh, yes which famously the original film uh starred glenn close and it's not much better right hmm. so wow 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 okay speaking of sarah michelle geller i saw her the other day on watch what happens live she looks great she does look fantastic she's so cute. Yeah, yeah i really like her <laughs> she's, she's got a she's got a new show uh it's called yeah. Wolfpack. It's on Paramount yeah. Plus. Mm-hmm. I watched a little bit today. It's not bad. Okay. Love a little Buffy action. Uh yeah. Yes. And oh my god, they were talking about somebody back when she when she first married Freddie Prince Jr. Somebody like who was it? Now I can't remember, made a really snide comment about how like their marriage isn't going to last. And now it's been like 27 years. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember hearing about that. I they... wonder who it was. <sighs> Damn it. Because Andy, the you know, the shade queen, that bitch, you know, he asked her about it because he likes asking like really fucking annoying shady questions. 
And she was like, I mean, there's nothing for me to say about it. I'm still married to him. Like, hello. Yeah. Um, Boom. And it was always like, you know, Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr. And Reese Witherspoon and Ryan Philippe, they were like the couples that I was like, they're gonna last. Right. And only one of them did. Only one of them <laughs> did. I, th- I think the problem is if you marry somebody who looks too much like you physically it's not gonna work i mean look at brad and jen (laughs) ryan and reese this is just not gonna you can't look like your partner yeah most white gays yeah Um. yeah. it's just science those are the rules i didn't make them up i just follow them okay (laughs) kim and kanye holy shit oh my god well you know one couple who keeps going strong even though people really thought they were never gonna work from day one i i actually do remember when you know it came out that beyonce and jay-z were dating everybody was like what the fuck like that's not gonna work like and and look even after cheating and all that they're still together baby okay together and today as we are recording it is uh saturday they are at the rock nation brunch and it is bringing out all the stars beyonce arrived at the rock nation brunch with chloe and hallie i love it and they look fantastic the outfits at this event are to die for i i'm actually on our socials we're gonna post our favorite outfits of this event because they're they, people are still trickling in but wow people look fucking great like kelly Rowland, i'm gonna send you her outfit for this event right now she looks phenomenal i die i die i stand <laughs> and just beyonce rolling up like the fucking queen she is like what I wonder, is she going to the Grammys tomorrow? The Grammys are tomorrow. Yeah, I know they're tomorrow, but I, is she going? Like, Who? is she going to Beyonce? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's in um, years where she's nominated and has not gone. So, um, it's a crazy question to they, ask. They have her on uh, the seating plan. Excellent. Ooh, I cannot wait for that. Okay, so I'm I'm looking at Kelly's outfit, right? And I do love, I don't like the piece on her arm. If it was uh, just kind of yeah. like big over the, the shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. yeah. I, she, just, she just looks great. But well, like Andrea, the, you look great. Like the, the <laughs> hair with that, the like this face, very structural like piece with that real harsh bob is ah, fucking fantastic fantastico and oh my god there is a picture which to me just says like hip-hop it's fucking jay-z little kim and swiss beats looking like like a gang like a posse showing up like well what i love (laughs) love it it. i I fucking love it i would i would kill to go to the rock nation you know what little kim looks fucking good she does look good and she gets so much hate I love little Kim. Don't fucking listen, listeners. Okay. 
any of y'all are out here hating on little Kim, you need to like, just go find somebody else to listen to. This is not the show for you. (laughs) This is a little Kim Stan account. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, there's definitely, I'm, I'm scrolling through the uh, rock nation Instagram and there's, there's lots of pictures. Green is real big at this event and I'm not mad at it. Yeah. This looks great. Like, I want to be at this event. How come I can't get invited? The hell? Well, okay, you know who who is definitely not invited? Tory Lanez's dad. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm about to send you the picture. Um, I have just decided of my best dressed for for the 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 rock nation brunch um it is june ambrose and i'm sending you the picture right now it's her look is fucking flawless and and i'll post it on the socials um when the episode goes out uh, as you're listening to this it's on the socials um tiana looks good too tiana taylor oh lordy Yes, 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 I love look. Yes. This on June Ambrose is everything. Yes. And listeners, sound off in uh in the comments. Let us know if if you agree with uh with our favorites or if you if you disagree, do you feel like there was somebody who was better dressed? Mm. well okay so as we know (laughs) the grammys are airing tomorrow we are recording today so what we are gonna do is we are gonna give our predictions and then you guys can come into the comments and yell at us if we get it wrong (laughs) next Um, next week's episode we will we will come back to this we'll talk all things grammys performances outfits everything but tonight we we are also um for for next week's show it will be the first time that we debut what we would have worn i can't oh i've got i've got to pick out my grammy outfit oh shit Oh, shit. So that's going to be all super fun. But tonight we're going to give our predictions. And I don't know. Let's see if if we get any of these correct. Okay. I feel like that now we are we are just picking from the general field, which is record of the year, album of the year, song of the year and best new artist. Right. My prediction right now is that we have all the same answers except <laughs> for best new artists. Oh, okay. All right. So you give me your pick for record for record of the year. So I'm going to, I'm going to read all of the nominees. So for record of the year, um, don't shut me down by ABBA easy on me by Adele break my soul by Beyonce. Good morning. Gorgeous by Mary J. Blige. You and Me on the Rock by Brandy Carlisle featuring Lucius. Um, Woman by Doja Cat. Bad Habit by Steve Lacey. The Heart Part 5 by Kendrick Lamar. 
About Damn Time by Lizzo and As It Was by Harry Styles. And why the fuck are they 11,000? There's there's always there's always for record of the year it's it's all there are always like nine million yes. but then this year they did it for album of the year as well oh yeah. yes okay so who out of those is your pick for record of the year who do you think is going to get this it's break my soul who do you okay is that who you think is going to get it and also who you think deserves to get it uh that is that is who i think deserves it realistically um, it will either go to Harry Styles or Brandy Carlisle. Yeah, see, I I I am with you. I think Break My Soul deserves it, but we know Grammy voters love like white people. White people. I know. <laughs> I hate to say that, but it's true. I think Easy on Me by Adele is gonna win. They love a sad British white woman singer. So, but I think that Beyonce's Break My Soul deserves it. And so if she doesn't get that, I'm gonna be pissed. I would I would agree with you about Easy on Me, but it is not as strong as Adele's past offerings. That's true. Um, you know, like Rolling in the Deep and Skyfall, like they were heavy hitters. Easy on me is is a little light. It is. It is. You know, you they may surprise us and fucking give it to ABBA. <laughs> I, that would be a tragedy. That would be that a, tra- would be a, a tragedy, tragedy that they're even fucking nominated. I said what I said. Okay. That's fair. I said it. I said it and I don't take it back. All right. <laughs> so, so on to album of the year. <laughs> the nominees are Voyage by ABBA, 30 by Adele, Un Verano Sin Ti by Bad Bunny, Renaissance by Beyonce, Good Morning Gorgeous by Mary J. Blige, In These Silent Days by Brandi Carlisle, Music of the Spears by Coldplay, uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers by Kendrick Lamar, Special by Lizzo, and Harry's House by Harry Styles. I personally think that Un Verano Sin Ti by Bad Bunny deserves this win. I don't know that they're going to give it to him because there's other white lady singers nominated here and we know how the Grammys do. But if the Grammys really wanted to show us that they're hashtag not so white, right? They would do the right thing. Like Bad Bunny's album was a fucking history maker. It's the first Spanish language album to ever be nominated for record of the year. I'm sorry, for album of the year. It sold so many fucking copies. He is like the most streamed artist in the world. He's of the moment. I don't know. I think he deserves to win. And that's hard for me to say because I really enjoyed um, Renaissance as well. So if either Renaissance or Un Verano Sin Ti win, I'll be happy. Why did you just give my exact reasoning verbatim? Because <laughs> we are the same person, <laughs> Um, but you know, 
Bad Bunny is, is, you know, to your point, I feel like if the recording, the, the Grammy Academy wants to meet the moment, um, that is, that is where they will go. Uh, they will, you know, because why would you not the vote for the first in a lifetime that a Spanish language album language album has been nominated in this category? Um, realistically, it again will probably be either Harry Styles, Coldplay, or Brandy Carlisle. Uh, and again, I'm leaving Adele out because that was not a no skip album. Oh, there's, you know, I love Adele, but there's probably only four good tracks on that whole. Oh, dang, that's bad. And when it takes you ten years practically in between albums, there's that. That's that's yeah. That should not be happening. And also. I might get a lot of hate, but I'm going to say it because I'm feeling really good about life. And I just want to be honest. I think most of Adele's songs all sound the fucking same. Fair. I'm sorry. I said what I said. I'm not taking it back. No, that's fair. Like that her her first album, 18, was like truly like a groundbreaking, you know, because she 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 had this voice you know we have come to learn and we'll get hate for this that you know Adele is a studio singer yes yes she is and you know what I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this but based on the performances that I've seen televised lately I also fucking think Harry Styles is a studio singer I'm sorry he doesn't sing that well in 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 person he just does not and as as good and catchy as his album is, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm tired of people with mediocre talent being awarded for such. Like one of my biggest, wow, Grammys, you really got this right moments. And there haven't been many because they always get it so fucking wrong. Was when Christina Aguilera won Best New Artist. Oh, and- yeah. Britney Spears and people were like what I can't believe it and I'm like do you motherfuckers have ears because Britney Spears can't sing for shit and Christina Aguilera can sing Christina Aguilera is an artist Britney Spears is an entertainer there it is so maybe if it was entertainer of the year maybe Best new artist, you can eat my ass. And I'm sorry, but if Harry Styles walks away with any fucking Grammys in the general field, I'm going to be annoyed because I just don't think he's as talented as some of the other people that are nominated. Harry Styles is a very talented songwriter. Fair. That being said... Um, everything about his stage persona and, you know, the public persona that you see in like music videos and things of that nature, it's all very referential. It, everything that he does reminds you of someone else that's already done it. Yeah, exactly that. And mm, 
sorry, I'm here for my Boricua King who does things in a, you know, creative, original way that is, you know, socially conscious and also makes me want to fucking pop my pussy. Okay. That's right. We, we, we stand a bi icon. <laughs> yes, we do. Okay. Ooh. So <laughs> on to song of the year. And I feel like I'm going to be repeating myself over and over with these artists because they also love to just nominate all the same people in songs. Okay, here we go. Um, the first song, A, B, C, D, E, F, U. <laughs> Songwriters, uh, sorry, but, uh, Sarah Davis, Gail, and Dave Pittenger. What song is that? Uh, it was it was very very popular. It was like the number one song on TikTok last year. Oh well, there you go. I'm like, eh. yeah. TikTok songs. Okay. Oh God, this is going great. Um, the next nominee is "About Damn Time" um, by Lizzo, and she's also one of the songwriters. So if if the song wins, she would win this uh, as well. Um, all too well. Liz Rose and Taylor Swift songwriters. It's a Taylor Swift song. As It Was is a Harry Styles song, and he also gets songwriting credits. Um, Bad Habit by Steve Lacey. And there's like a whole bunch of artists that, uh, songwriters, sorry. Break My Soul by Beyonce. And I love that the first two writers credited on this song are Beyonce and fucking Jay-Z, bitch. <laughs> Keep it in the family, baby. <laughs> Get that money. Um, Easy on Me by Adele. God Did by DJ Khaled featuring Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, John Legend, and Friday. What? What? Um, The Heart Part 5 by Kendrick Lamar. And Just Like That by Bonnie Raitt. So who do you think is going to win Song of the Year, which really is a songwriting award? Yes. Um, I I would love for uh, Break My Soul to win uh, because, you know, because. Um, Of course. But I know that it won't um, because there is, there are, there's some interpolation in it and you know it's there's some samples and there's like if you if you look at the grammy nominations for uh song of the year for break my soul it goes on for like six pages uh, the list of everybody credited which is which is great that you know everybody um is getting recognition for that but uh you know i just feel like break my soul came out at a time that you know we all needed it um and so i feel like song of the year that's it um realistically i feel like maybe bonnie ray i was thinking that i would really love it though if about damn time won that would be that's nice a really as well. great song it's empowering it makes me feel good about myself i don't know but I think you might be right. I think Bonnie Raitt is going to get this one. I don't know why I'm getting that vibe, but I think so as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, the last of the general field categories is Best New Artist. 
It also has 11,000 <laughs> nominees. So here we go. Um, the nominees are Anita, Omar Apollo, Domi and J.D. Beck, Mooney Long, Samara Joy, Lotto, Mainskin, Toby uh, Wigway, Molly Tuttle, and Wet Leg. And I hate to say this, but I don't think I know who any of those people are except for Lotto. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yikes. I... This this category uh, was was tough for me to pick. Um, I I was torn between a few, uh, you know, the the ones that that I feel like could win: uh, Lotto, Monaskin, Omar Apollo. Like they they all have their merits. I would I would love to see all of them win, but like in my in my gut who who I would like to win and who I feel like this is going to is I feel like it's gonna be Omar Apollo's year. I'll take your word for it, honey. Because I swear to God, I've I just now I just felt like that old bitch who was like, oh new music is so terrible. Cause I'm sorry, I was just too busy like swimming and bad bunny and Beyonce all year long. So I didn't really have time to listen to anybody else. Um, I think you would really enjoy Omar Apollo's music. I'm going to have to listen to it now because yeah. check him out. I need to know what's going on. <laughs> um, if, if for no other reason, um, you know, I am an Omar Apollo stan because uh, somebody tweeted wanting to know if Omar Apollo was one of those straight artists that queer baits wears fingernail polish and is very ambiguous oh about their okay sexuality. Now, I, now i know who it is now i know who you're talking about and now, okay. he he responded and his exact words were no i be sucking dick for real and then <laughs> followed it up with from the back 100 emoji i'm obsessed so he must win now i know exactly who you're talking about <laughs> when he said that i'm like oh shit wait we've talked about this okay all right, so I'm going to go with your pick on that one because I really, I was like, who the fuck are these people? Oh my God. Oh, I be a smeal. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, after, you know, the, the Grammys air, you will hear this episode and then you'll let us know how right or wrong <laughs> we were. And, and I yeah. will try to... I will try to stay up and watch the Grammys. We're recording this on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you're wondering why we keep saying tomorrow and you're listening to it and the Grammys were yesterday, we are, <laughs> we yes. are a day apart from the Grammys, basically. Yeah. And I'm going to try my best to watch as much as I can. Um, I am flying back home tomorrow. However, I'm on West Coast time. So it starts airing here at 6. Like 9 a.m.? Yeah. (laughs) So I might actually get to catch the majority of it. So if not, I am putting it to record so I could see all the mess. Okay. 
all the mess. And we will be here to report on that next week. <laughs> yes. And and now it is on to my favorite part of the show. BuzzFeed quiz time. Cue the jingle. BuzzFeed quiz time. Ooh, this was a good one. Create a Spotify playlist to find out which romance book trope you are in your soul. So, Greg, what romance book trope are you in your soul? I got Sunshine and Grumpy. It says, your light (laughs) will soften the darkness in your soulmate's heart. Let that light shine. I'm grumpy about stuff, but I don't want you to be. Okay. It's actually reversed. <laughs> um I I am the I am the grumpy one. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so we did not get the same oh, wow. result this week. My romance book trope is enemies to lovers. You may hate them now, but if you open your mind to the possibilities, you'll be surprised by what comes next. You have bewitched me, body and soul. And those motherfuckers had to quote my favorite romance book ever, which is Pride and Prejudice. So yes, yes, this was correct. (laughs) Enemies to lovers. I like that. So cute. All right. Well, it's it's time for recommendations. And do you want to go first? Do you want me to go? This is uh, the for the for the listeners. This is the first time that Elian and I have ever had the same recommendation that one of us had to change. Um, and I'm the one that is that is changing um, because Elian. <laughs> keeps keeps a list of all the topics and stuff and i only know we had the same one because it was on the bottom of her list so i know she had it picked first so that's why <laughs> i changed um so that's right <laughs> i am going to recommend a film that is out on netflix now um since since your recommendation is a little heavy mine is uh a little bit lighter a little bit fun uh I am recommending uh, Lyle Lyle the Crocodile, based on the children's book about the singing crocodile. Oh, I love that book. I didn't know there was a yeah. little movie based uh, on Shawn it. Sean Mendes does the voice of Lyle in the film. Um, it's, Stop it. No, it's actually, me? it's really cute. It's a cute, cute film. Oh, I love it. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to watch that. It's Maybe precious. with my students. Um, so my recommendation this week, I've been hearing people talking about this show for a couple of weeks now. And I'm like, oh, what's the big to do with this show? And I finally went and started watching it and I am hooked. It is so good. It is called The Last of Us and it's on HBO Max. It is fantastic. It is like post-apocalyptic, like, you know, sort of zombie-ish, sort of, I just, I 
not usually my flavor, but the actors are phenomenal. The storyline is phenomenal. The action, like it's all, it's got me hooked because I need to know how all of these characters kind of like connect together. I just started. So I'm only a few episodes in, you know, a couple episodes in. Um, so I'm, I'm really into it. So please please, watch. Please watch this show. Uh, This is. So good. This last episode fucking wrecked me. I have to catch up. I, I, I was hooked from like the first scene. I was yeah. like, what is this? And I know Myron's going to be super impressed because I never watch stuff like this. So for me to be recommending The Last of Us, I know he's like, he just gave me a thumbs up. It's, it's a fantastic <laughs> show. Based on a video yes. game. Woo! It, I know, which is wild, but sometimes that works. True that. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oof. Well, yeah. this was a fun episode. And I can't wait to watch the Grammys tomorrow and then pick my what I would wear in the Grammys outfit. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna send oh it gosh. to you uh, when can't we get done recording. Oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so please join us again next week for another phenomenal episode the of Grammy it's like episode, this. Ethan. Yes, the Grammy episode. Um, It's going to be a fun one. So do not miss it. We will see you here next week. And until next time, I've been um, that butt cheek steak that Army Hammer wants to eat, I guess. (laughs) I got a good ass for that. And until next time. I got nothing this week. (laughs) <laughs> oh okay well see you know because i just disturbed him so much with the butt cheek steak and mind you i only say butt cheek steak because me and myron were once watching i think it was a dateline or some shit or a snapped or something and the guy literally killed his wife filleted her butt cheeks cooked them into steaks and then fed them to her children fucking crazy <laughs> I am flabbergasted. See you next week. Sleep on that. (laughs) Bye. This has been a Rod Wharton production, all rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.